Abistav Kuf Tezvav, we're starting at the Mishnah, at the new parak. Any of the Kisvah Kiddush, you could save them from a fire on Shabbos. What's the Kiddush? The Kiddush is that you might think only Torah, Kamashvon, even in Vimeksuvim, it's Mutter to be Tereach on Shabbos. And even though that's a, a smach that you shouldn't have too much Tereach on Shabbos, we will matter it to save from fire. In addition, if it's going from a Shisuyachet or a Chatzah into a Mavoy, women Drabon Yinala carry, when there's no Arab here, even if there's no Arab, we will mat you to move them because of the fire and because of the covet of Tereach and Vimeksuvim. It doesn't make a difference if you read in them, for example, like Torah and Nevi'im, that we read them in Shul on Shabbos, and therefore there's something that's always used, so therefore, of course, you could say them in like, but even something like Suvim, that you don't generally read from them. First of all, you don't read them in Shul, number one, because that's not part of the Torah. In addition, Rashi brings down from Rabbeinu Levi that even Yechidim, don't read Ksuvim on Shabbos. Why? Because of Bittl Beis Medrash. At that time, they used to have the uh, Shear on Shabbos, and that's when they learned Halachas with the Baal who didn't learn that much during the week because they were busy with them Halacha, and therefore, they want to make sure that they came to the Drasha instead of learning Ksuvim, which was something which was, it was standard to learn. It was something that's Moshe Chazalein. Even if these Ksuvim were written in any language, and therefore, there's a Madam that's going to say later on that Loinik that you not only read them even during the weekday, still you're allowed to be matzino, I say, you're allowed to save them from a dleka on Shabbos. In addition, another din, tuna geniza. These things, if they're ruined, or if there's any other reason why you want to throw them away, you have to be gunning them. You can't throw them away in a derch of that spazoyin. What's the reason that you don't read them on Shabbos by ksuvim? But play bitl based marriage, like we explained, because of bitl based marriage, we didn't want people to be learning ksuvim instead of coming to the shi'an based marriage. A very important taste, top taste, it says, I remember being time to we're talking about the fire was in that house or in that chatzor. The kivan she'esham, since the fire is there, vade bol, who's going to be confused, and he's going to be so bol on the money, he's going to want to make sure he saves his money, he's going to potentially go and extinguish it, and therefore it's going to come to the rice. So we asked you to go take them from a blake in any other case. Let's say it was a fire in the next door house, but the fire didn't yet spread to your house. You're allowed to take anything out of that bias in order to save it because you're not born and therefore we're not worried of an instant so we would be mad to any instant for any object. Zakti Gemara, Itma, we learned, if any of the Kisvah Kayish, Lafi Rashi Pshat, or others say it's talking about Ksum Dafka, are written by Targum or any other language. Targum refers to Aramaic because that was the standard Targum in those days, but it means any language including Aramaic. You're not allowed to do any Isim Lacha Drabonon on Shabbat in order to save from fire. Rav Chista, however, hold. That to do an Issa Drabon in order to save it from a fire. So the Gemara says, this is going to be dependent on the Machlekes that we have in the Masech's Begillah regarding Svarim that were written in any other language. There's Machlekes between Rabbonin that say that they could be read and you could use them even though they were written in other languages. And Rav Shimon Gamliel says that we will not matter to write anything aside from Lashon HaKadosh or Yavonis or in Greek. However, any other language, you wouldn't be able to actually read them at all. So Gemara says as follows, I'll leave it to Mandam and according to the Mandam and the that said that if you write any language, you can read them and there's no problem, you can actually use them to Then it of course has regular Kedushas of Sifri Torah and the Vimeksuvim and therefore you could save them, there's no problem of being over this Rabbanan or to save them from a fire. Keep pleading, I'll leave it to Mandam and Lekar's according to Rabbi Shimon Gamliel that says you can't read them, so I've heard about Amen Tzilin and Therefore you see there's no Kedusha, you can't use them and therefore you 
can't have a right to go save them from a fire on Shabbos. However, Palamon is, it has a scars Hashem. It still says all the words of Kisar and it was written by proper people and a proper infant, except for the fact that it's written in a different language, and therefore there's enough Kedusha that will allow you to save it because of the covet of the Kisar Kodesh. Now, Tysus points out that the Svarim, our Svarim, Matzilin, you could save them on Shabbos, the Nitin Likos Ben Meshem Hashem. Since nowadays we are able to write them, that was the Takan Zacham, you could write them and you could read them. Therefore, of course, you could be on Tzilin Laisayim and The Gemara continues with a question of Huna. Now we learned in our Mishnah, Kol Kisvah Kodesh, Matzilin Laisayim Pnead Leiko, Bein Shekayim Ben, Bein Shein Kayim Ben, Ba'av Bishiksum Vachaloshin. The Gemara explains, My love, Shekayim Ben means Nevi'im, Shein Kayim Ben Ksuvim. The Gemara is pointing out with these words that you can't ask a question from Putin from these words because these words are not saying you're not allowed to read the Ksuvim at all. It just means that you don't read them in Shul, not for Naftarah, and we don't let people read or learn Ksuvim on Shabbos because we want them to go to the Shia, like Rashi explained in Mishra. But otherwise, during the week, Nevi'im and Ksuvim could be read. So that's not a question of Huna because both Nevi'im and Ksuvim are nitin liquids. You could read them at some point during the week. And like we said at the beginning of the Gemara, I'll leave it to my nitin liquids band to cool Everyone's going to agree a lot of bimatzel. But the question is, from the words in the Mishnah that says, Afal Pishiksuvim Chalashin, saying that even though that they're written in other languages, and some, once something written in other languages, there's a cool in that, it makes it more kal, because ben, because you can't read them, so that must be that's going to be that shita like ben. otherwise there wouldn't be a point to say the word Afal Pishiksuvim and still we say Matzilin, which is exactly like Rav Chista, Rav Huna comes out, Rav Huna, Rav Huna, Rav Huna explains, you're going to tell me that this Mishnah makes sense the way you read it. Aim a sefer. Let's see the sefer. It says tuun and gniza that these svarim need gniza. Hashta fractigamara atzulim atzlinon. If you're allowed to even save it on Shabbos, gniza mibay. Of course you need gniza. Of course it's kaddish enough to need gniza. Meaning if you're allowed to go and mechal Shabbos at least on the rabbanitic level, then of course you have to do gniza on them. So why would we have to say the extra words in the Mishnah of tuun and gniza? And Rav Huna's response basically to this question is that the Mishnah doesn't make sense not with me and not with Rav Chista. Therefore, we have to explain it. Each one will explain it according to their svara. Rav Huna that over there you'll add it be and And the Mishnah stops at that point and starts another point, another clause at the word Ve'afapi, which means that Bemedramum, when do we say the halacha of only Shaksum Lashakadish in a case where the written Lashakadish and therefore it's something that you could read. It's Nitnulikaris, our Bakalashin, but if it was written in any language, then a Matsilin, then Yanala save it like Rafun. But that's the last clause that's still to Unigniza. Gniza bow, you still need Gniza because they're chashub enough that they need Gniza. You're not allowed to be Shabbos for them because there's things that you're not allowed to read because like Nitin Likrace, like Rafuna said, and Rafhista Matarsal Tame, Ben Shakim Ben Menevim, Ben Shakim Ben Ksuim, Afal Pishiksum, Becholashin, Naimatzil, you'll have to save them no matter what, even if they're written in other languages, exactly like Rafhista said, that even though these farm which were written in other languages are like Nitin Likrace, that it can't be read at all, still the chashub enough that you still be matzilon you'll let us save the mashavas from a medleka but the sefer which adds in the word tunagniza is going it's a separate clause or mekakshlan tunagniza even if you had pieces of the parchment or of the sefer turret of neviim or ksuvim that decayed and therefore now they withered away and you have just little pieces of garbage that you would think that now you could just throw them in garbage and get rid of them even in b'derecha b'zayin kamash one of course you're not allowed to save them in adleka but those things you still have to treat with respect and you have to be 
Gainis them. The Gemara continues, Mesu Yalesu, another Kasha. On Rav Huna, Hayksun Tagum, Ubukhaloshin, if something was written in Tagum or any language, which basically, again, Tagum refers to Aramaic over here or any other language, Matzil, I said, Fred Lake, lavish, save them a Shabbos from the fire. Tifta Rav Huna, you see, allowed to be Matzil them, even though Ubukhaloshin. This Tano is like the Tanakama of Rabbi Shimon Gamliel in Mesechus Megillah that we started off our Gemara said Aliba demand Oma Nitno Likris Ben to cool Amalei Pligi Dimitzil and everyone agrees that Nitno Likris Ben Toshma another Raya and this is going to be a Tiyufta Teravuna Hayksuvim Giftus Midias Ivris Il Mizivanis that if you wrote in any of these different types of languages Al Bishle Nitno Likris Ben even though the Inalatari them this is specifically going like Rabbi Shimon Gamliel Matzil I said he let us save them from Dleka. This is for sure. Tifta Ravuna, it shows exactly against Ravuna because Ravuna says, that Tice points out, that Manda Omar, Rabbi Shimon Gamliel, holds that you're allowed to write something Yavonis. Over here in the Bryce, it actually says Yavonis, and that's not something that should be a Matsilanisai. So Taisa says that our Gemara is going according to the sheets of Rabbi Yehuda in the Gemara Megillah that explains Rabbi Shimon Gamliel and says Rabbi Shimon Gamliel was only matter to write in the abundance only for Sefer Torah. However, Nebim Muxuvim you can't write, and that's what our Bryce is referring to as Nebim Muxuvim. And therefore, if you wrote your bonus, therefore it's like in the liquid pen. Ravuna. Ravuna responds back to the Tifta and he says, "You're right. There's a Bryce against me." And let's just remember that this Bryce is called the Bryce of Giftus, which is the Bryce that's going to go against Rav Huna, because that's going to be relevant to Ahmed Bez. But Rav Huna says, Tanoi, that's Machlech Tanoi, the Tanya. We learn the Bryce of Haiksuim Tagum, Ubechaloshin, Matzilim, Isum, Pledleka. The Tanakama says that if even something's written in Tagum or any language, you'll let us save it, Mepledleka. Which would seem like the Shita of Rav Chista. Rabbi Yisai says, You can't say him prayed later. That would seem exactly like the Shita of Rav Huna. Rabbi Yisai said, There's a story with my father Chalafta. Here, Rabbi Kvega says, that You see that from here, that you're allowed to call your father by his first name, like he says Chalafta, as long as you said a Lashon of Kavit before, like Rabbi Chalafta or Abba Chalafta. That he went to Rabbi Gamliel, the important one, the Chash one, who was in Tveria. This Rabbi Gamliel was the grandson of Gamliel Hagadol, who was in the time of the base of Megdash. He was also the grandfather of Rabbi Rabbi Yehuda Nasi. When he found she Yishvah Shachane Shal Yechen Anazov, and Abachlafta found Rabbi Gamliel sitting at the table of Yechen Anazov, Ubiyadi Sefer Eiv Tagum Vukayabai, and in the hand of Rabbi Gamliel he had the Sefer of Eiv that was translated, and he was reading it. So Amalei Abachlafta said to Rabbi Gamliel, "Zuchani Rabbi Gamliel, Avi Avicha, I remember your grandfather Rabbi Gamliel. Shalayimin Al Gabi Mailo Bahar." He was standing on the steps of Harabais. They revealed in front of Sefer Eir of Tagum, and they brought in front of him the t- translation of Sefer Eir, same exact case. Va'oma lebanoi. He told the workers who were working there, Shaku tachas nidbach. You should put it under the rows of the bricks that you were putting there in order to bury it. So when Rambamliel Beribi heard this, he also afu tzivalavagadza. He also commanded his workers to go and be going as the Sefer of Eir. Since it was written in and we know like Nitin Likris Ben, and therefore you can't keep it, and he was going as it. Now, what happened in that story? Another thing, some say, instead of saying that was Shako Tachas in the Bach, Rabbi Yisrael Kafolov, that he said to put it and pour cement on top of it in order to ruin the Sefer. So, on Rabbi, Rabbi said on Rabbi Yisrael version that Shnei I have two questions on that version. First of all, they didn't have tin and they used to use a different type of material, and therefore it wasn't normal. 
normal to have to sit around to be able to do this. Void another question, even though you have to do Geniza, but you now take cement and pour it on it and wound it be a dayim, you have to put it in a place of covered and leave it there. You leave them in a place that's revealed and open and therefore it's not Bederach Bezayin and will then disintegrate by itself. Now the Gemara mentions that there was a Targum on Eov. Targum and Ksuvim, we know, was not written by Yanis Benazil, only Nevi'im, like the Gemara in Megillah says. However, Tysus points out, this Targum was made by someone previously before the Yimei Tanoim, and not like the people that say the Targum Shul Ksuvim was written by Rabbi Yisif. Now the Gemara at this point clearly has a good terence for Avhuna that you find him on the Amma, who is Rabbi Yisif, that says, However, the Gemara still says Mantanoi. Who is the Machlekes Tanoim? The Rav Huna said that there will be one Mantanoi like Rav Huna and one like Rav Chisto. Again, the Chayyur of Yaisi is like Rav Huna, and Tanakama seemed to have been like Rav Chisto. And we turn to Kuftasvav Amid Beis. Eli Matanakam Rav Yaisi. If it's Tanakam Rav Yaisi, which is going like Rav Chisto, the Dilma Bhagavan from the main Machlekes between Tanakam and Rav Yaisi is that they both hold like Rav Huna, but Masav didn't look as Ben. The Tanakam holds like Rav Shimon Gamliel. They allowed to read on them, even if they're written B'chal Lashin, and therefore the Tanakam. Holds that Matzinais and Leica, but not because he holds like Rav Chisto and Rabbi Yisi holds that you now let to go and read them, and therefore since you can't read them, so now like Rav Huna says, a Matzinais and Pred Leica, Elohu the Mandamim, Rabbi Yisi the Tan of the Giftus, and also referring to the Tan of Giftus, like we said before, that Mandamim for sure it says in the Brisim of first that Loy Nitl Ben, and still it says over there that Matzinais and Pred Leica, which is going like Rav Chisto, and that Brisim specifically was the one that we asked the Tiftah to Rav Huna. The Gemara continues, Tan Rabbanan, Habracha Yisvakamei. In those days, they weren't allowed to write Siddurim, but if someone wrote a Siddur, put in the Shemanesra and other Brachis, or someone wrote a Kameya, and those Kameyas that had Psukim, like Rashi says, and therefore it had names of Hashem as well, and it had so many Nyanim of the Torah, still you now save them in Pnead Leika, because you now even write. Them and you have to watch them as they burn on Shabbos. You can't do anything to save them. But Mikan Omru, anyone that writes Brachas or makes a Siddur is Kesar Fetoyer. Since at some point it could come that there's a lake and you won't be able to save them, therefore it's as if you burnt the Torah. And therefore it's not proper to do this. Number one, you're not allowed to do it. And number two, if to do it, it could come out to a Sravis Torah and therefore it'll come to Bizarian of Torah. There was a person that wrote many Siddurim in Sidon. This is what he's doing. Shmuel went to check on him. Shmuel was going on the ladder to get up to his house. The person realized not the He took a sack of these of the Sidurim that had brachas in, and he threw them into a bucket of water. At that point, Rabbi Shmuel said to him in this Lashen, the Avera that you just did is worse than the Avera that you originally did. Originally you did it, and you made a Siddur, which is against what the Chacham said, he now had to write down a Siddur, the words of a Siddur, because it's Varm Shabbat Peh. In addition, it's something that if you wrote it, you now have to save it from fire, and potentially, Memele could have been burnt if there was a fire in Shabbos, and therefore you weren't able to save it. But now, you took it be a Dayim and you actually threw it into wood and ruined it, that's worse than the original sin that you originally did. Is there a din that something that was written not in Dioi, not in regular black ink, but in other inks, but you still wrote it in Lashakaidish, so therefore it has a mile that's written in Lashakaidish? 
Can you save it on Shabbos from a fire, or can you not save it on, from a fire on Shabbos? To boil I'm going to ask the question according to the man Oma that you let us save it on Shabbos, which was Rav Chista and the town of Gistus. And to boil man Oma, it's going to be a kasha according to the man Oma, like Rav Huna and Rav Yesi, that says imatzilin mipnead leiko b'Shabbos. How is that? To boil man Oma, the question is according to man Oma imatzilin according to Rav Huna and Rav Yesi. Hanimila, maybe they only said you're not allowed to save it hechadiksi v'tagav b'chaloshin because it's learned in likrais. I will hechadiksi even though it was written not in black ink, but still it was written maybe it's still written in the Christ, and therefore at least you wrote it in black ink, it's still going to be around for a long time, and therefore we allow you to save it. Since it's written in inferior ink, and therefore it's not going to stay around for a long time, maybe over here, we don't give you a right to save it. So he said, no matter what, you're not allowed to save them on Shabbos. Tana Matzilin, he had a brace that said, you allowed me Matzilin. If you have a brace, I'm Chayza, and therefore that brace is a proper brace, and you could be Matzilin even on Shabbos. My Tanya, where's this brace? I'm Rashi Kiritanya. There's no difference between all the books of Ksuvim and the Megillah of Megillah Sester. All Svarim could be written in any language. However, Megillah Sester, it has to be written with letters of Ashurs, which is like our letters nowadays, on parchment and with black ink. But Mashma, only Megillah Sester written with black ink. Other Svarim, other Svarim of Ksuvim could be written any ink, and therefore, since it could be written like that, and it could be therefore read like that, it has to be, everyone would agree, that's Matzilin, even from Madleka on Shabbos. A quick haktabah to understand this Gemara. We know that a Sefer Torah, even if it gets withered away and all the letters are gone or the parchment is gone and you're left with 85 letters in the Torah, that's considered a Dabachashiv and it's going to be, have all the Kedusha Sefer Torah and you'll be Matzilin like That's Pashat to the Gemara. And the way we know this is because Vayihibin Soya in the Torah has 85 letters and that is a Pasha by itself. We have Machlaikis on Kuftasayinam and Aleph, but Rebbe holds that there are actually seven different Svarim in the Torah. There's Bereshis, Shemais, Vayikra, and Devarim. And Bamidba is broken up into three different Svarim. There's the beginning of Bamidba, Tol Vayibin Zoya. There's the end of Bamidba, Eat Vayibin Zoya. Vayibin Zoya itself is a passion. That's why we have two nuns that are backwards in the Torah, upside down nuns in order to show and demonstrate that that's a separate Pasha in the Torah. And therefore, of course, that would be something that's Choshev. And any Sefer Torah, Shen Nimchak Oibola, Lies Oim Bekdushasai, it would still be Bekdushasai, like Rashi explains. But now the Gemara has a question as follows. A Sefer Torah, Shein Bolelak, and Shemayin of Chamesh Isis, Kagoyim Pasha Vayibin Tzoyah Aaron. If you had a Sefer Torah that didn't have 85 Isis, it didn't have the amount of Isis in Pasha Vayibin Tzoyah Aaron, Matzila Isim Pled Leka, E Matzila Isa. Would you say you could still save it because it's still Choshev, or you say it's not going and therefore you can't save it on Shabbos. Why don't you ask about Vayibintzari itself? Why does it have to be that they were spread out throughout the Torah? Even Vayibintzari itself would only have 85 letters. You're missing one letter. Would it be Matzilin or not? So the Gemara says, If it would be that Vayibintzari was less than 85 letters, like a Bailey, that wasn't my Shaila. The key in this Baskar is, since Vayibin Torah, in the 85 letters, still says two times Hashem's name, therefore it has names of Hashem, there's no question 
that you'd be allowed to and have to save it on Shabbos. But kikam b'ayli save a she'im b'ayli lakit mai. What's it then? It is a save a that doesn't have enough letters in the entire save a to collect them and make eighty-five letters. On Malay, he responded back. Rabbi Nachman said back, "A matzilim, you're not allowed to save it." Eisvei tagum shekasu mikro mikro shekasu tagum v'ksav ivris matzilim pleyad leiko vein tzorch leim tagum shebezu v'shebedinil v'shebetayro. That we have a brace that says, if you have a word in the Torah or neviyim that's supposed to be written in tagum, for example, the Torah. It says you got so That's the only time in Torah it has words, two words that are actually in Aramaic. And you wrote that word instead of writing the Aramaic, you wrote in Lashon Kaddish. Or you had words in Lashon Kaddish. The rest of the Torah has Lashon Kaddish. Shekasu Tagum. You wrote instead in the Sefer Torah the word in the way it would be written in Aramaic. Or you wrote the whole Sefer Torah Ksav Ivris. You wrote it instead of writing Ksav Ashuris. You wrote in Ksav Ivris. Still Matzilim Pleid Leika. You let us say in Pleid Leika. Vein Tzarech Leima Tagum Sheba Ezra Sheba Daniel Sheba Torah. Of course, the Tagum that's in Ezra and Daniel the Torah, which is supposed to be written Tagum, and you wrote it that way, of course, that's no problem, because that's the way it's supposed to be written. Now, like we just said, in the Torah, it's only one spot. In Ezra and Daniel, there are many, many words, Psukim, that are written in Aramaic, and those words could have been written in a different language, in Mikra, in Lash for example. But the Gemara continues to answer as follows. Tagum Sheba Torah, what the case where you have a Aramaic word in the Torah, Yigasa Adusa. The Avagad, the and you see that you're allowed to even save it, even though all you have left from the Sefer Torah is the two words of Yagasa Duso, and there's no 85 letters. The Gemara answers, Kitanya Hila Hashlam. Over there, the Bryson, we're talking about a case not that it didn't have 85 letters, all it had is nine letters of Yagasa Duso. It actually had 76 letters plus the nine letters of Yagasa Duso, and now there are 85 letters, but still we had a Shiloh, maybe you would not be able to be Matsilim, I say, because it has some Aramaic in it. On that, we said, of course it's allowed to be Matsilim, because this is the proper way to write the Sefer Torah. It's supposed to be written in Tagum, and of course you have to be Matsilim, I say, and the 85 letters that we said before that we learned from Vahib and Tayyarin that in order to keep the Kedusha Sefer you need 85 letters are they when they all together you have to have 85 letters that that are all in a row and all together as one group, or Mephazaris, or that they all spread apart. You can have one letter here, one letter there, etc. throughout the Sefer Torah, as long as you have 85 letters, it would still consider the Kedusha Sefer Torah, as long as at one point it was a full Sefer Torah. Rav Huna, Rav Huna says it has to be that they're all together. Rav Chisa says, Afilum Mephazaris, even if they're spread apart. So Mesut, the Gemara, and brings it right against Rav Huna. Sefer Torah Shabbala, a Sefer Torah that's withered away. It used to be a full Sefer Torah, now it's gone. If you go and gather together, 85 ISIS could go in part by Ibn Sarah and therefore it has the same amount of ISIS as by Ibn Sarah Aaron, But if it doesn't have that much, it's a Matzilin. But you see from here, the word locate is Mashmah, you're gathering them from multiple locations. responds and he answers the Bryce according to Rav Huna. When it says Yeshba Yolakate, it's not talking about that and not Muchunasis because Rav Huna considers Muchunasis as long as the word is each word by itself, that's enough to be considered Muchunasis. And there he considers the 85 Isis to be considered enough to be Kedusha Sefetariah. The Machlaikas between Rav Huna and Rav is only in the case where each letter is individual and all over the Sefetariah. Therefore, Rav Huna says that you could do it only Muchunasis. But if there's each letter individually, that would be, not be enough. However, the Bryce one says locate, even though it means they have to pull them from different spots, but it means you're pulling a full word, and that's enough to be considered Sefetariah. However, Rav Chista himself holds that it could be literally the locket. You could gather around 85 individual letters from all over Sefetariah, and it would still be considered Sefetariah, and it would have Kedusha Sefetariah, and we'll stop over here.